On the Pasuk, Vayihiki Yitzchak, and Yitzchak, Yitzchak grows old, Vatechenu Einov Mirois, and he becomes, his eyesight becomes more difficult, his eyes become dimmed from being able to see. Rashi gives us three reasons of what happened to his eyesight. Number one, Rashi says, is because of the smoke of the wives of Esav. They were bringing Ktoiris to avoid the Zara, and because of the smoke, that caused Yitzchak to, his, to lose eyesight. Another reason is, when Yitzchak was on the Mizbeach by the Akedah, his father wants to shecht him, the Malachim see from heaven what's going on, the heavens opened up, and Malachim are crying, their tears come down into Yitzchak's eyes, and that's why now his eyesight is becoming dimmed. And finally, Rashi says, is because in order for Yaakov to be able to get the brachis, so that Yitzchak wouldn't see that it's not Esau, and Yaakov gets the brachis. The Rebbe asks, Seemingly, the Pasuk itself says the reason why Yitzchak is losing his eyesight. That is, Kizok and Yitzchak, Yitzchak is growing old. Why does Rashi need to start looking for other reasons? Also says the Rebbe, what is the difficulty with each one of the Pirushim of Rashi, for which Rashi needs to say another Pirush, another explanation, and yet a third explanation? And finally, the Rebbe says, when Rashi will bring three Pirushim, it must be that in each two pirushim, there's a certain difficulty, which will be solved by the third pirush. So every one of the pirushim is going to have an advantage over the other two, and we need to understand in our case what that is. The Rebbe explains, Earlier on, the Torah told us, that Hashem gave Yitzchak a special bracha. And the question that is, how is it possible that when Yitzchak grows old, just because of growing old, he should start losing his eyesight, if he got the bracha from the bala brachas, from the one who provides all the brachas, seemingly it should have been that Yitzchak should grow old without having this pain, this suffering and so on. Says the Rebbe, this is why Rashi tells us it makes sense to say that there was something else that caused Yitzchak to lose his eyesight had it not been for this. So Yitzchak, similar to Moshe Rabbeinu, that it says, even when he was 120, didn't his eyes didn't get weaker. Now, since this is really such a difficulty by, that, that, his, that his eyes are losing their eyesight, we, it makes sense to say that as soon as we learn this passage, the Torah itself is somehow hinting of what caused this. And this is why Rashi's first pirush is that it's because of the wives of Esau. The very previous passage, the very last passage before this passage says that the wives of Esau were moiras ruach, they were rebellious, spiritually rebellious to Yitzchok and Rivka. So it makes sense that if the next passage is speaking about Yitzchak losing his eyesight, it's related to that idea. And that's why Rashi tells us it was because of the smoke of their avoid the Zara, that's why he's losing his eyesight. This is the advantage of the first Pirush over the other two about the Akedah, and so that Yaakov should get the Brachos, which are not really hinted in the simple reading of the Psukim. The problems with this Pirush is, number one, simply... We would imagine that Esau's wives lived elsewhere, not in Yitzchak's house. So why is the smoke of their Avodah harming Yitzchak? Number two, why is Yitzchak the one being harmed? What about Rivka who lived in the same house as him? In the footnotes, the Rebbe also deals with what about the wives of Esau themselves? Why are they being harmed or Esau? And this is why Rashi needs other Pirushim. Now, the problem with this second Pirush, that is the tears of the Malachim, in addition to the fact that it's not even hinted in the Pasuk, is that this is the kind of Pirush that's completely a Midrashic type of explanation, totally not the style of the simple meaning of the Pshutim Pshutim Shomikra, which is Rashi's style. The 
So the Reb, Rashi brings now a third pirush. And what is that? That Yaakov, the reason why Yitzchak is losing his eyesight is so that Yaakov should get the brachas. Now the problem with this pirush is even greater. How does it make sense that Hashem, who is the ultimate of good, should cause such suffering to Yitzchak, that he should lose his eyesight for so many years to come, only because somebody else, that is Yaakov, should come and get the brachas. And this is why, because this is such a big difficulty with this period, that's why it comes only last. Now the Rebbe starts looking at the advantage in each one of the Pirushim compared to the other two. So the advantage in the first Pirush, the fact that he lost his eyesight because of the smoke of the wives of Esau, as we said before, that that's is simple and in contrast to the other Pirushim, because that's almost directly in the Psukim themselves. Now the advantage in the second Pirush, that it's because of the Akedah, that is because Yaakov is getting the brachos in, based on the other pirushim, it's going to be connected with some sort of negative aspect, with some sort of disgraceful thing almost. On the one hand, if it's because of the smoke, Yaakov is going to get the brachos now because Yitzchak is losing his eyesight. So Yaakov is getting his brachos because of the smoke of Avoy Dezorah that's, that's causing Yitzchak to lose his eyesight. If it's because of the third pirush that Yitzchok wants in order because Yitzchok wanted to bless Esav, and that's why Hashem caused that Yitzchok should lose his eyesight so that that he should end up blessing Yaakov, that means it's again a negative thing. It's because Yitzchok wants to bench Esav, as opposed to the pirush about the Akedah, That on the contrary, it's bringing out the most greatest quality about Yitzchok that he was on the mizbeach for the Akedah, and that's why he later lost his eyesight. Now, the advantage in the third Pirush, which again is the one that the whole point was so that Yaakov should get the brachis, the advantage of that Pirush compared to the other two is because the other two stories all happened many years before the current story, before Yitzchak grows old. So first of all, Yitzchak is 123 years old now. Esau gets married many years earlier, when Yitzchak is 100 years old. The Akedah is much earlier even, that's when Yitzchak was 37 years old. So in the order of the Pasuk, we should first be speaking about Yitzchak losing his eyesight based on those two stories. And only later, oh, he's getting old now and he wants to bench Esau and Yaakov gets the brachas, etc. Whereas, when, so, the, so in other words, the Pasuk first should have said that he's growing, that he lost his eyesight or his eyesight is getting dimmed and then about getting old. On the other hand, if the pirush is that Yaakov should get the brachos, the advantage in this explanation is now we understand the order perfectly. It first speaks about him getting old, and that's why he wants to give brachos. But in order that Yaakov should get the brachos, this is why Hashem causes that Yitzchak loses his eyesight, or his eyesight becomes dim to a certain extent, so that Yaakov should get the brachos. From this last pirush, the Rebbe learns a very, very powerful hero. To what extent one needs to be careful of speaking Lashon Hara about a Yid. In order for Yitzchak to be able to bless Yaakov rather than Esau, Hashem simply could have done something very, very simple. He could have just revealed to Yitzchak the true colors of Esau, who Esau really is, what kind of Russia he is. And then Yitzchak would give the the brachis to Yaakov. But Hashem doesn't want to do that. Yitzchak is going to end up suffering now for the next 57 years of his life, being locked up at home because he can't see properly. But Hashem won't reveal to him this Lashon Hara, so to speak, to speak bad about another, about a Yid. Says the Rebbe, if this is true about someone like Esau, how much more so, how careful we need to be not to speak at Lashon Hara about a Yid, the way Yidin are today already, after Matan Torah.